Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Fast Money here on For Frequency Sake. I am Rod Gomez, bringing you the last day of the week. We're going to have some fun with some parlays in our motorsports episode of this show. Uh, again, as we always have, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to parlay a couple of different series. We're going to take a look at some last minute bets. Uh, I will say, though, as I'm streaming this live at two o'clock on a Friday books. What are you doing? Quit pulling odds from me. I had a fun parlay that included the Xfinity race, the road race over at road America. I keep getting yanked. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to have a great parlay put together only to see a couple of legs of it disappear last minute. So, uh, maybe I have to rethink the time of this, this episode, but I will say we still have some good bets for you today. We're going to have a little bit of fun, like I said, across the different series. We do have F1 with the Belgian Grand Prix. We've got Xfinity over in Road America in Elkhart, Wisconsin. We have got the Trucks and the NASCAR Cup Series in Richmond taking on a short track. Trucks having the last uh, run of the season so far, of the regular season for them, before they head into the championship. So... Like I said, let's have a little fun. Let's win some money. Let's put together a quick little parlay. This will be a, a position parlay. It will include Kevin Harvick to finish inside the top five of the Cookout 400 in Richmond. We're going to add that with Carlos Sainz to have a top six finish in the Belgian Grand Prix. Separately, Kevin Harvick minus 110 to finish inside the top five. Carlos Sainz minus 143 to finish inside the top six. Qualifying is over for F1, and we'll talk about that in a second. But let's start with the Kevin Harvick part of this parlay. Kevin Harvick, Kevin Harvick, Mr. Richmond, three straight top five finishes on this track. In total, in his 44 career starts, the guy's been inside the top 10 30 times. Five times he's been inside the top five. I'm telling you right now, he is a fantastic driver on this track. He's a fantastic driver overall. One of the last times, actually, this is the last time he'll be on this track as he says goodbye to the Cup Series after this season. A string of top five finishes for him, too, between 2018 and 2019. Fifth place in the spring of 2018. Second place in the fall. Fourth place in the spring of 2019. A seventh place in the fall, but that's just outside of the top five. Followed up with another seventh place finish. Again. Kevin Harvick don't have to sing his praises very much to convince you that he is a fantastic finisher here. I will also say that uh, he has finished inside the top four over the last two races. So he's got two top five finishes in both races. Doug popping on to say, love the shirt. I love the shirt too. Had to rep the company here. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for doing so. Yep. For old school, for fantasy sake shirt on. Uh, for Carlos Sainz, end of this deal to get inside the top six, not really that difficult for Carlos Sainz. Uh, in fact, he qualified in the fifth position. And you know much about uh, F1. It's very easy to kind of keep where you're at depending on pit strategies and all that. Rain may play a factor in this race later, but I still like for Carlos Sainz to be able to do it. Last year, he started on the pole in this race, finished in third. Again, not a lot of drop-off. He did leave 12, lead 12 laps in a season in which Max Verstappen ran away with everything. Sound familiar? It's just like this season. Verstappen qualified on the pole, but now has a five-placed penalty grid. So he'll be starting deeper in the field, uh, which, I mean, it doesn't make much difference if you're Max Verstappen. But for everybody else, sort of moves him up one. So instead of starting fifth on the grid, uh, he'll end up, fin or Carlos Sainz will start fourth 
on the grid. So that even gives him a better opportunity to keep a top six finish in which he has done seven of the 11 times that he's taken the track this season, a fourth in Bahrain, a sixth in Jeddah, a fifth in Baku, a fifth in Miami, a fifth in uh, Spain, a fifth in Montreal, a sixth in Spielberg in the Hungaro ring last week. He had an eighth place finish, but Ferrari was not all that good. So like I said, you take Kevin Harvick as a top five finish at minus 110, add it with Carlos Sainz as a top six finish at minus 143. That gives you plus 225. It was a lot sexier, folks, when I had Justin Allgaier in there as a, uh, a top three finisher too on this road race. I'm sorry. I apologize. Blame the books on that one. Uh, all right. Let's do a matchup parlay. Not very often we do that, but we will in this case. Uh, we'll turn our attention to the cookout 400 in which we are going to take two matchups, smash them together, and get a pretty decent plus money price for you. First, we're going to take Eric Jones taking on A.J. Allmendinger. That is minus 150 on its own. And then we've got Eric Almarola and Bubba Wallace. That's minus 110 on its own. Put those together. It gets you to plus 218 in these matchups. For the first side of it, look, Eric Jones actually, and this, this matchup, really comes down to the fact that A.J. Allmendinger will be racing in the road race earlier in the, the weekend for the Xfinity Series. He will not be practicing and or qualifying his cup car. Strange decision. We don't have time to get into the details of it, but he will start at the back of the field. And A.J. Allmendinger on this track does not gain a lot of track position when he starts in the back. So I don't have very much faith that he's going to be able to do it again this time around. So, I mean, just the simple fact that he's starting in the back makes this highly difficult for him to move up, especially when he hasn't practiced, especially when he'd been driving in a road race the, the day before and has to fly all the way in. The factors are not there for A.J. Allmendinger to be able to put together a good finish here on this track. So uh, already in and of itself, Eric Jones comes out ahead just by that. But we expect Eric Jones to actually have a good solid finish on this track this week. He did finish ninth on this track the last time he was out so a top time a top 10 finish rather in the fall and listen that speaks highly of how his season's going just considering the fact that his team is is about to make a switch to toyota he has not done well at all so far uh over the the last few weeks uh but he popped out with a ninth place finish in richmond uh i'm sorry he had a 31st place finish in richmond earlier this season I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, he has had uh, a ninth place finish in the last race. By the way, he had a top 10 finish last week. That's what happens when you're scrambling last minute to try to make uh, all these parlays work. But uh, again, Eric Jones, just by sure fact that he is going to finish somewhere in the top 10 uh, of this race, by and large, and, and finish above A.J. Allmendinger, we're going to take that for sure. And then for Bubba Wallace on that side of it, Eric Amarola and SHR, Good at the short, flat tracks. Uh, we're going to back Eric Amarola's play on this one. So far this season has really been a rough go for Eric Amarola, but he did salvage a 12th place finish in Pocono. Uh, look back at his short track history here. Uh, he did finish sixth at Martinsville, which is a very promising finish for him uh, on a short track earlier this season. So uh, we're going to rest our, our uh, attention on the fact that he's going to be able to put together a good run here. And really, that Bubba Wallace is going to struggle. Uh, Bubba Wallace on this track, 10 starts, no top 10s, no top 5s. His best finish was a 12th place finish in 2019 in the 43 car. Since he joined the 23 team, his best finish 13th in 2022. 
Other than that, he's got a 26, 32nd, 26, 22nd. Not good stats on this track for Bubba Wallace. So, like I said, Eric Jones trying to salvage a good season before he moves off to Toyota. So uh, we're going to say that Legacy Motor Club at least has a decent day with one of its drivers over Bubba Wallace on that one. Like I said, by itself, minus 110. Uh, and Eric Jones over AJ Allmendinger, minus 150. Put those together. It is plus 218. All right, everybody. That's fast money. Hopefully it was fast enough for you. <laughs> I tell you, I wasn't fast enough for me to beat the books. So uh, we'll, we'll make sure that that doesn't happen again next week. We'll get the show out earlier so you can actually have some time. I guess, to beat the books in this one. So, all right. Good luck, everybody. Have some fun out there. Enjoy this fantastic weekend of racing. Uh, hopefully, you've already enjoyed some F1 practice and qualifying. And uh, until next week, we'll see you next time. And uh, hey, what's the frequency, huh?